0: With Matt Kolsky and Derek Madden. Yeah, yeah. It is Thursday. uh, And Toy Department time. I I managed to get that right. Uh, I'm Derek Madden. He's Matt Kolsky. And uh, we should probably do some admin right at the start of this pod. Since we were taking next week off, right?
1: Yep. The Uh um, extended Kolsky family is uh, congregating. In parts unknown and yeah, it's going to be a whole thing. I'm going to be off the grid for a week.
0: Yeah. So we'll have some homework for 2 weeks um coming up. I'll have some extra homework cuz I I skipped the show again this week cuz I'm a, a, a dummy. <laughs>
1: you son of a bee At this point Don't honestly. Yeah.
0: Should we but just start with it? You want to start with Yeah, I didn't watch Treason.
1: Since you brought um, it up, I accident. mean <laughs> Since <laughs> since you failed us, uh, I I did the hard work for the both of us and watched the whole thing. It's only like five. It's classic British, you know, uh, limited series, like five episodes or something like that. And it's good. And I I don't know that I have to say much more than that. It's it was good. I liked it. It was uh, surprising at times. It was intense. There was mystery. There was, you know, spy intrigue. Uh, I liked it. It's not anything, you know, particularly special, I wouldn't say. Um, But it's got good acting at the center of it. And I found it an enjoyable and compelling watch for its five-episode run. So, like, or how do you compare
0: it to some of the other British spy things we've watched of late? Like, should I a, should I put down slow horses? You know what I mean. Not that you need to, because no. all these episodes, but right? You know what I.
1: I wouldn't put down slow horses, but I'd say like it's more. It's a little more. It's more middle of the road in terms of like kind of being classic espionage fare. Um. But it manages some real surprises. So, you know, I, I would say it's on the high end of that, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, alright. That's that's fair. Like Slow Horses is really like a character dramedy masquerading as a spy show kind of. And I don't know, like this is more just like a f- five episodes of intensity surrounding some particular spy drama. That takes some twists and turns, and Which I think was more like well. the,
0: the Maggie Gyllenhaal uh, one that I'm, I'm thinking of from from a couple of years ago. That, Maggie that Gyllenhaal? sort of thing. Yeah, was that uncommon woman or am I thinking I of my? I don't think
1: I watched whatever you're talking about somehow. Or are you really? saying you're not saying we talked about it because this has happened recently. I feel like or, we might but...
0: talked about it. but It was a while ago.
1: Maggie Gyllenhaal, huh? Yeah. I
0: have no uh, honorable, idea. honorable, and that's what I was thinking. Honorable
1: of. woman. Uh, well, this is potentially another scenario where it's from 2014. So yeah, see, no, I think that's pre-Pod, man. That's <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did not watch that show. Oh, thank God, I was starting to really worry about myself. Anyway, <laughs> I, uh, I, what we did watch. A spy thing recently that we didn't love, and I think, uh, you know, somewhat proving that point, I can't quite remember which one I'm thinking of. Um, Are you thinking of
0: Kaleidoscope? Not really a spy thriller.
1: No, thriller. No, okay, but that might have been what I was thinking of. In that, in the way Kaleidoscope had this weird attempt at a gimmick, and then was like. Very much not a compelling version of like the classic heist caper. I would say Treason is a pretty compelling version of the classic uh, espionage drama. Okay. You know, I I would give it a thumbs up and recommend it, although I would not, it would not be like the first show everyone should go out and watch. Fair enough. All
0: right. uh, We're in culture, but I still feel like maybe we need to talk about this episode of The Challenge. Am I crazy?
1: Yeah, we can get to the challenge and then leave the rest of the culture for later. This was a, I, I thought, a spectacular episode of the challenge.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, just, you know, yeah, this is, <laughs> this is where where we're at. I mean, you get, we've been waiting, I feel like, the whole season. Hey, just to get to the final. It feels like we've yep. a few weeks to get to the final. final. We, we have achieved the final. And we – I think this was almost the perfect distillation of the argument that we've sort of been – argument's a strong word. The discussion we've been having the last few weeks about voting strategy. And then on top of that, you get an epic elimination showdown between um, the guy I think that – well, I mean let's just break it down. Right, like at its simplest form, if you are Devin and Tory. Who win this challenge it perfectly timed for them. Um
1: and although there was a lot of hemming and hawing, and I think probably exaggeratedly so on Devin's part, they ultimately did the right thing.
0: Right. The outcome look, the outcome everybody the obvious the outcome you obviously want is bananas versus Fessy. Right? Correct.
1: Because the like, only other argument would be to put Jordan in there, but Anisa is your absolute ride or die.
0: They, right, they clearly weren't Neither one of those people wanted to send Anissa in. They were going to keep Anissa safe. Yes. that was.
1: And I think very clear. Yes, so. and I think more so than at any other time in the game, it is true that experience is a tremendous advantage in the final. Yep. Because I, say, I just it, more than anything else. I, I mean, there's a lot of reasons experience is a great advantage in the final, but more than anything else. Almost every rookie who runs a final literally cannot believe how hard it is, right? So just the mental understanding of what you're up against for a veteran. And I I believe everyone here with the possible exception. Oh, no. Well, Anissa was in an All-Stars final, right? So I I think every veteran here has seen a final before.
0: Yeah, I believe that is correct. believe that's correct. Every veteran... Yes, I think that's true. Um, I would also say, we have to keep in mind, right, like we now know some things about the final that I don't even think the contestants currently know. Correct. So, so, but yes, I would say, and we'll talk more and think about this a little bit later, but given the – what the final purports to be, I would say that that's even more true, right? Agreed. Um, But knowing what they know then, we know that they – Ultimately, they want they want Banani versus Fessy and Mariah. The question is, how do you get there, right? One of those teams is going to get your direct vote, and then you got to try to sort of engineer it so that um, you know unless unless you know the unless the other team pulls the safe dagger, they're going in, right? So right. I, I to me, I don't know. like I think that it didn't even really matter all that much which one had the direct vote,
1: but I would have given it I think they did it right.
0: I think giving it to from Fessi and Mariah, Made you give it to the team,
1: sense. in my view, you give it to the team that you believe is the biggest threat in the final. And I think, honestly, more because of Mariah, no offense to Nani, more because of Mariah than Fessi. Fessi and Mariah, to me, are the clearer, bigger threat in the final.
0: Yep. Now, I think, now, knowing that we're going to have this final that's 100 hours long
1: hundred hours long and somebody is going to bleed significantly.
0: There's going to be a lot of blood.
1: I, Certainly a I, lot of vomit as well. So we know there's going to be some eating.
0: I mean, I look, obviously I've been talking up team Fessy uh, or not, you know, I'm not not talking up team Fessy, but I've been saying you got to get Fessy out of here. That's been my priority for weeks on this show. Yep. Knowing that I feel a little like I feel in a hundred hour final that, The chances that Fessy's going to run into a couple things he's not good at are much higher. So I actually feel a little bit better about it now. But they didn't know that then. Okay, but uh, as I
1: kept telling you, like I don't think Fessy is a great finalist. Honestly, yeah, I don't know. uh, Again, if you're in Devin and Torrey's position, the decision is very easy because it's clearly either Fessy and Mariah or Johnny – and Nani that you want to go in, ideally both of them. So, like, the the, the mission's pretty clear. Right, because you're just
0: extracting the – you're just trying to extract the we'll save Anissa promise out of the other teams, right, essentially. Right.
1: And it's probably easiest to extract that out of the rookies, so you're definitely keeping them in the draw, um, among other reasons. And then, you know, the question is, who do you trust more in the draw?
0: Yeah. Or oh, – Horacio like really Horacio threw a TJ out there
1: You know what I mean No I I, I legitimately just think That was an English as a second language moment <laughs> yeah, he, I mean his English I, is pretty good No it's I, really good uh, his, yeah. his, his accent is really good But just like his phrasing is a little weird sometimes And that it was just, it, I think that was just A tremendous hilarious coincidence Of awkward <laughs> phrasing Because <laughs> What he was saying, which made sense, was, I'm sorry we threw you in last time, but hopefully we can make it up this time by saving you. And instead, what he said was, I'm sorry, we're throwing you in last time. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like, wait a second. What? Because he got me, too. I was like, oh, my God. What a double cross by the rookies. How dare they? (laughs) Um, But... But no, that, he was just trying to give a speech And it came out a little weird I don't yeah. think he was trying to mess with them But Anisa's heart skipped several beats It seemed like everybody's
0: heart skipped a few beats
1: <laughs> um,
0: Incredible yeah. moment um, But regardless <laughs> It's Oh, uh, uh, we got to the right outcome there, I think, and then that set up this uh, legendary showdown. And I would, I dare say yeah. that this sort of worked out that I think this was the ideal elimination to go up against Fessian.
1: Right? So certainly. I, can't, it, I, it I mean, certainly. Me it was clearly an ideal <laughs> elimination. You know, I think there are probably others, but. But well, I'll put it this way: I don't think I, I don't recall any
0: eating eliminations. That's that's the other it's thing. Certainly, I
1: think, it's certainly yeah. been a while. I mean, I don't I I don't think you'd fear. There's there's plenty of things. You, I know you you you've got a real like game hard on for Fessy, and I respect that because he is a good competitor. But I don't think he's as good as you do. Anyway, that's he, beside there, the point. Yeah, because in this particular elimination, I, I don't think he had a shot. I think Mariah said it after they were done. He's too damn big. Yeah, correct. He just his weight was too much for like they didn't they would have had to put his ropes closer together or make his bars longer. He, they, they literally couldn't take it.
0: Yeah. yeah and he and it, I mean, he literally like they never really got much further than a couple feet off the ground. Right.
1: Yeah. And Mariah did a few times. Not yes. Nowhere near the top but Fessy just couldn't get past like the fourth rung because he's just, I think he just weighed too much. And I almost felt bad for him, except I definitely didn't, but I almost (laughs) like if that had been somebody else, I would have felt bad for them. I will. I give him credit for not losing his shit. Yeah. He kept working. and, And, and afterwards he was like, you know, that's the challenge respect to them, basically. Um, so I, Look, all things considered, I think this was the chillest season Fessy has ever had. From a like, I don't hate you as much standpoint.
0: Almost certainly, yeah. Like he, he
1: uh, and he that, said, he was, down, that said, you know he was that said he was kind I mean? of a dick to his ride or die, and uh, <laughs> a little bit. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it wasn't great, but it was the least. Terrible of his various appearances On the show and I, I so just wonder
0: It just was he managed to keep it Slightly less messy than, than previous.
1: Times. and, and I, I would say Post Elimination Fessy was like The humblest most reasonable Fessy We've ever seen so I don't know Maybe he is starting to realize That like He's got some work to do
0: I think that's Correct I think the name change honestly Um to me, was a bit of an indication of that. I think he's realizing that he has, that it may, you know, that it may not be things that he's doing with his body, um, you know what I mean, that are keeping him from winning these things that, you know, maybe there's a, another angle to it, you know? Um, and I think yeah. he's trying to work on some of that stuff. And I think it's helped him in the game. He, the guy clearly has makes friends in the game. It's not like he's, totally. you know what I mean? A leper. <laughs> so, no, and he's not uh, one of
1: these people that like is totally isolated in the house or is constantly bickering like jordan seems to rub more people the wrong way than fessy quite frankly um yeah Devin certainly in the past rubbed people more the wrong way than fessy uh that there have been like much more sort of hated challengers if you will than than him inside the house he just he tends to do something at some point that is just sort of indefensibly douchey
0: yeah i I think generally born out of his desire to win
1: though right like
0: i think he just gets overly competitive and starts becomes a little bit of a jerk you know
1: yeah which Um, you know who hasn't done
0: at something right you know what i mean who among us (laughs) i feel like you probably seen me doing a pickup basketball at some point so i uh, have
1: certainly done it um at many times in my life. So. <laughs> right. Um yeah, so I, I don't know. But you were so but, you, but listen, you in my case the other guy was always wrong.
0: Right, of course. Of course. I'm surprised that you didn't pick bananas then. Right, just because we've been on the other sides of of these debates as the person that you would you would right. have in, in your direct
1: vote. Well, I think more so about Mariah over Nani than it is about the Fessy Johnny matchup because to me Fessy and Johnny as finalists are like pretty even you know there's there's things where Fessy definitely has an advantage there's things where Johnny definitely has an advantage Um, but I would say at 40 um, I would certainly lean Fessy in that matchup Uh, it's Mariah and Nani where I think it's a pretty big mismatch and there's some things we don't know about Mariah like eating but it's not like nani's a great eater um so i i would love for nani to win honestly i was saying this to my wife last night i would love for any of these people to any of these four teams winning i would find to be a delightful storyline and i'd be perfectly happy with uh any of these four teams but nani is probably the weakest remaining competitor Like individually, I'm
0: um, I'm um, I i do not know. I'm trying to think. I yeah. I have to say, I was really impressed by her. Um, she did great,
1: and and, <laughs> and I didn't know she was a gymnast, but that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um. And and it it that that makes sense why she was pretty good at this. And that catch with the foot was spectacular. Like yeah, what uh, an yeah, incredible elimination moment. Nani catching the ball like the a baton basically between her feet. Which, honestly, could have – you know, look, like we said, Fessy probably wouldn't get up there, but that was a huge deal. That was a huge save. It saved her a lot of time and energy, if nothing else. Um, I mean, TJ just, like, howling as that happened was (laughs) The whole thing was spectacular. It really was an (laughs) epic elimination. It was great to watch. Uh, Johnny and – you know, Fessy said it during the elimination – this is this is why Johnny is a seven time champion. He's good at the weirdest shit, man. Yeah, all the weird shit that you have to do. I the, the one that always jumps into my mind is the uh, wiping honey off of your partner's body. Yeah, right? he
0: was like crazy good at that. For right, some reason. <laughs> and,
1: and there's 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 a dozen things like that in the history of the challenge, dozens probably, where he was just. Shockingly good at the weirdest Thing and it it gave him a big Win you know and that's that's what happened Here Um, and that's why Even at 40 he is a Formidable finalist
0: yeah So we've only got uh, Two champs in This final right am I forgetting Anybody to uh, but uh, besides Jordan and bananas
1: nope Yeah so That is it
0: good chance Of a first-time winner I think it'll be uh, Will be interesting
1: well, um, I mean, you're guaranteed a first time winner, honestly, right? Oh, right. Cause Good every chance team, of two first time winners. Right,
0: yeah. That, yeah. That's sorry. Uh, that's what I meant, but you're right. Every team's going to have at least one first time winner. And I, I think, think that's
1: is. part of the appeal of all four teams, right? Is each one gives you a brand new winner. Um, and honestly, each one has a pretty great storyline to go with it.
0: Yeah, well, it's been a hell of a season.
1: It has. It really has. And honestly, like, Aniso and Nani, both as these long-suffering veterans without a ring, either of them winning would be spectacular, not to mention, you know, Johnny or Jordan cementing their legacy on, like, the Mount Rushmore of this shit, but... The other two teams, a rookie rookie team winning a season this insane would be unbelievable, and yep. I think Horacio and Olivia doing it by going into five eliminations, like it would be an uh, one of the greatest seasons that any pair or or challenger has ever pulled off.
0: Yeah, you can't you can't say that they don't deserve to be there either, right? Like right. nobody nobody thinks that, right? So
1: exactly, uh, and and you know Devin and Tori obviously. I love. I, I am a longtime Tory deal Stan, and their sort of bizarre friendship, and Tory then would have beat Jordan in a final. Like all all these storylines are incredible. So uh, Devin's what,
0: too. I mean, like Devin kind of brought it up. He's like, I've been everything in this game, including yep. terrible. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and I think that's true. and also by the way, really unlikable. Like he's become a much more likable television character. Yeah, he started.
0: I mean, I think he started out just aggressively trying to play the heel. You know what I mean? And
1: yeah, but you um, can do that in ways that are entertaining and enjoyable, and you can also do that in ways that are just kind of awkward and.
0: Yep. Yeah. No, he settled into something that was much more him, and I think he's been, uh, maybe the best character on the show. If, One you, of the if, best. You know.
1: Yeah, he's certainly, certainly, uh, certainly the uh, star uh, of the ITMs. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> Um uh speaking of which did you have you have a burn of the week this week? You know, I I didn't have a burn necessarily. I I have I have a lot of like Well, no, I guess it is a burn. I I guess it is a burn. Okay. I have a burn. I have several burns, I guess you could say. Um, but the number one on my list of incredible lines that I guess really is a burn was Mariah saying (laughs) about Fessy that he looks like an elephant on a mini tricycle.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You know, Mariah really came into her own over the course of that season. I will say.
1: I, yeah, she, she, so many rookies I am. Hoping to see again from this season, I think sums yeah. it up well.
0: And think gets fair. Uh, I'm going to give my burn to Buna Murray Productions. Okay, this weekend, I
1: actually. think I have these written down as well. Does it involve a <laughs> Does it involve a uh, Zoom call? It sure does. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Deliver. <laughs> well, first of all, I mean,
0: uh, just the, the Chiron work with Wes in general was amazing. Like putting up Banana's best friend ever for amazing. for Wes in the getting was just like laugh out loud. And then when Banana called some scumbag and they come back and the sky scumbag, parents yep. yep. scumbag.
1: That's my bird
0: of the week right there. Good, did you, good, good work, you Buddha Murray?
1: But did you notice then after that it came back? And it said, internationally renowned genius. Yes. <laughs> but, and I don't know if this was deliberate, they used the wrong tense of renown. <laughs> I, did, I did not notice that. That's yeah. amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right.
1: <laughs> um, by the way, I, I forgot this. and I'm, that's, It makes me so glad I wrote it down um because on the why why if you're trying to vote in the strongest team why you vote in you know even if even if it wasn't for the mariah part why you would vote fessy in instead of bananas i wrote down an analogy um bananas is the tom brady to fessy's josh allen and like there's no debate who has the better career but there's also no debate who you want to get rid of at this moment.
0: I was just about to ask you: Is it 2022 in this analogy? Of no, course, no. it's now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
1: right, that's what I mean. All right, that's I, I picked Allen I instead of Mahomes yeah. because you know, for obvious reasons. Uh, but, but that's the thing: it's just will Josh Allen's career ever stack up to Brady's? No. But,
0: but you don't have to beat his career. You got to beat him today.
1: That's right. Yeah,
0: I think it's fair. I think the roommate thing probably played into it a little bit, too. Um Maybe. You know, that it's just easier to try to work to get Johnny down there on the side, like, right. as, as they did. You know what I mean? Well, the, to and just, I think even uh, Johnny
1: knew that was the case, right? Like, it wasn't even so much work to do it, although he did point out how much Anissa was talking to Olivia. But, like, he knew. He knew the goal was to save Anissa and Jordan above all.
0: Yeah, look, I— I have complimented uh, both Fessy and Bananas and Devin this season, all three of them really, for how well they see the game at large. And I have a feeling that all of them knew exactly what everyone was trying to do here. You know what I mean? I think so. I think so.
1: Um, And (laughs) I will say, though, uh, yes, Johnny does see the game well, and it may have been a bit, but that scene where he and Nani are being like, Nobody else noticed it. I haven't been in an elimination, and then it's like literally everyone in the house is talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like nobody. Everybody knows. Every yeah. single person yeah. is aware and thinking they're and not talking that about dumb. it. <laughs> right.
0: They might be dumb, but they're not that dumb. Um, I also really enjoyed. It's you know, there's not really a burn or anything here, but I really enjoyed Tori saying that we've been waiting 16 challenges to be drunk off of power.
1: <laughs> that was good. Also. <laughs> uh, the spa day that Devin and Tori shared at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. I found quite enjoyable. And the one I brought, other th- I brought a piece of chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the one other thing, uh, I wrote down to, to oh, no, there's a couple. Uh, one is n- Nani's sneeze. Do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the best sneeze I've seen on TV in years. Um, A quick uh, daily note, Um, as you mentioned, it was the, the, you know, Tori and Devin won the elimination or the daily, obviously, and it was the puzzle thing. So Horacio did not win, but I did think he did something really clever, which was kind of almost turn around and sit in Olivia's lap so that they were oriented the same direction. Hmm. When he tried to explain where the pieces went You know what I mean Because it seemed to me like The thing that Johnny and Nani Were struggling with the most Was like, wait, who's left
0: <laughs> You know what I'm saying <laughs> Yes, yes I do, I do know what you're saying um, No, that that makes a lot of sense I was also really surprised to learn in that uh, Challenge that Olivia's from Alaska Yeah Surprising Not a lot of women up there What? In Alaska, do you know it's like ninety percent men in Alaska? Really? Yep. Now, now I get to Google this.
1: <laughs> that sounds unlikely to me. I mean, I assume no, even. Cr- I assume that was pretty, at least some level cr- of hyperbole. Um,
0: according to Google.
1: Uh huh.
0: Yeah, no, it's hyperbole.
1: <laughs> was it
0: like fifty three <laughs> percent women yeah uh, no it's a, yeah it's like fifty three percent men yeah that, no that's what yeah. i meant
1: that's what i meant yeah um yeah. that's still that's uh that's more significant than it sounds but yeah no it's not it's not that dramatic uh they still have cities you know most where most of the people in Alaska live is the cities like reasonably normal cities other than being very cold all the time but You live in a place like that.
0: (laughs) Here's a – so there's an article from 1998 that I found that if rumors are to believe that Alaska is a paradise for single women in search of a date with the male-female ratio of 10 to 1, the theory goes. Um, It's a weird – So I I knew I wasn't pulling this out of nowhere.
1: (laughs) It's a weird apocryphal uh,
0: (laughs) – That this was a thing that people talked about, yeah. That's Um, bizarre.
1: I don't know what that means. Yeah.
0: but, yeah, apparently that was never true.
1: <laughs> no, I don't – yeah. Something tells me, like, that. Uh, if that had been on the census, we, there would have been more made of it.
0: Yeah. There's a <laughs> CNN article about the same thing.
1: All right. so it's a... <laughs> You almost catfished us about the population of Alaska or something. But it's,
0: here's a factoid many people know, but few seem to understand. Alaska has the highest ratio of men to women in the United States.
1: Right. It's just but 53 it's to 47. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, like I said, it's more significant than it sounds. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, we really got off track there with the uh, Sorry. population of Alaska.
0: It still just threw me because she does not seem Alaskan in any way, shape, or form. She seems entirely a creature of Southern California.
1: Totally. But I, I do think that probably plays uh, to her favor somewhat um, heading into a final. That For looks sure. Like it's going to be cold.
0: <laughs> it's like it's kind of, we, all right, we need to break this down right so uh-huh. the most important uh, 45 seconds of the show was the very end when you saw the trailer for the final uh yeah, which I mean, revealed I, some yeah. some big deal things the some first really, being that this is a 100 hour final which if you were not doing math uh, and i guess i guess kolsky you were not doing math previously well, I, on this
1: yeah, I mean, I just didn't think it through very specifically until you asked me in our uh, pre-show prep meeting. Whoa, does that mean like they're going to mess with their mess with their sleep four times? I was like, whoa, <laughs> I guess it does.
0: Yeah. 24 I
1: mean, and then 24. Yeah. Like there's four yeah. nights in a hundred hour challenge. Pretty much this no matter how than, you cut it.
0: Yeah. More than full full four full days of this challenge. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, they're gonna. There's gonna be a lot of sleeping. <laughs> I mean, right, just by necessity, and a lot of chances for TJ to mess with their sleep, which is traditionally how sleep works on the challenge. But I don't know that you can't do that for four straight nights, right? Like that's, and and then I expect people to compete in near superhuman athletic challenges during the day.
1: No, I think that literally is. Uh... You know I don't think the lawyers would clear that So they're gonna have to get some legitimate Sleep at some point but I gotta say Like even if they let them sleep In a plush hotel bed every night Four straight days of challenge final Is going to beat the shit out of anybody
0: I've always felt like if I Was in a challenge final that even if they Did right even if it was like you get to go To the hotel at the end of the day that I would probably sleep Like three four hours tops you know what I mean
1: I yeah maybe First of all like I don't think there's that much time after the day and night They put you through before it's sleep time Um Secondly Yeah it would be hard you're, it, You are gotta you, be you,
0: so jacked up on adrenaline right Yes you know?
1: and then trying to A calm down and B Like you're probably in pain and don't Feel great like the whole Thing Again yeah. they. Don't, I don't, don't know
0: The camera crew with the lights following you around all the time too
1: Right <laughs> totally they're, they're Go. this is these these te- these people these teams of of challengers are going to be tortured for four straight days now maybe that will also come with a couple of sleepless nights but even if it doesn't it's it's going to be it's going to be ugly out there man
0: it's going to be ugly the other thing that i think is pretty prominent in the trailer is that someone has a lot of blood on them
1: there is blood there will be blood
0: <laughs> so um you know, and maybe that's just one, maybe that's one brief moment of the, of the four days, but I don't know. I get a feeling like it's, this thing is going to be pretty brutal. If you stack it, you, I mean, we got four teams. Why don't you just stack them up for me in, in, in your order of, uh, uh, of, of favorite to, to least favorite? Not, not, who do you think is going to win? I guess is what I'm saying. Rank them one to four.
1: It's so hard. It's so hard. I I I I legitimately ha- I I can I mean I can make something up for you. You know what I'm saying? But I legitimately don't know. This is Did as you? even across the board. Like I said earlier, push comes the shove, I I'm putting the rookies last just cuz I really think experience is going to make a big difference. But I would not be surprised if they won. And physically speaking, they may be the most well-rounded team, right?
0: Yeah, I've got them second, actually.
1: So, like, I guess I could go, like, if I'm ranking them physically and, like, pure challenge skills as I see it, it might go (sighs) Devin and Tori, followed by Horacio and Olivia, followed by... Uh, Johnny and Nani And then Jordan and Anissa last Or flip those last two I don't know Wow yeah Alright So our are very different I, I like- I, But again I, I, Like There are so many different ways to cut this cake Yeah I do worry a little bit about
0: Horacio Having a, a bit of a mental breakdown At some point in these 100 hours You know what I mean Is um, there
1: anyone Let me rephrase Is there any team That you don't feel like has a risk of that. Well, yeah, I mean, look, clearly,
0: everyone, but uh, but I guess what I mean by that is that one when the one time when Horacio kind of lost it and like wouldn't talk to anyone for you know what I mean.
1: Yeah. If that happens in the middle of a of a final, that that gives me some pause.
0: Yeah, Yeah. gives me some pause because I think he, you know, this thing is going to test everybody. You know what I mean? And but. I don't worry about Bananas and Nanny so much in terms of mental breakdown. Like I think they're going to they're going to have some hard shit, you know, happen and and certainly, you know, Nani used to be famous for losing her shit, but like this Nanny, I don't know, man, like yeah, I just don't I don't worry about them so much. On, well, on, on the- I'd
1: be least the- worried about them and also Devin and Tori but like Jordan and Anisa are perpetually on the verge of yeah. Tory too, it man. We've seen Tory losing plenty. We have, but they really communicate well, surprisingly well, I think. Yep. Um I... And, and again, we've seen Nani lose it plenty, and Johnny be awful to partners plenty. It's just they seem to have a special connection, right? So he, it's, he
0: can't be awful to her. He just can't. You know what I mean?
1: Right. Exactly. So like I I yes, maybe it's it's more reasonable to worry about the the relative unknown here in Horacio, who in 16 episodes we've seen lose it once, and, you know, like, everyone else has been here a lot longer. But, I don't know, man. Like, there's a lot of ways everyone could fall apart mentally in 100 hours.
0: It's true. I mean, it's like you look at um, the Challenge USA final, right? Like we we saw people lose it in ways that we just didn't expect them to. You know what I mean?
1: Correct. Although well, I will say
0: and like the people that we expected not to, to to be best prepared not to lose it did. You know what
1: I mean? That's yeah. that is true, and yet I will say the six veterans we have here in my view are not going to quit.
0: Right. Well, <laughs> like, right. Obviously that's the difference in that Final. I, I do know um, that about you, you, Everyone was a rookie in that final, obviously. But, yes. you know, like, it's like I mean, he had a guy who was a regular triathlete. <laughs> you know what
1: I mean? Like, it just, it just yeah. quit. <laughs> just because, can't. right, well, but okay, we talked it. about this at the time. Yeah. There is there's a level of, like, grit and want to that is required for, the challenge final that may not be required for anything else
0: yeah i don't know it's a it's a
1: toughness yeah it's a test of it's a test of metal i think is the best word for it right there is a there is an element of every challenge final certainly in the last 10 or 15 years that is a test of metal as much as any physical trait and you know we know enough about the metal of these veterans that that like we're not going to see a, uh, an exodus of quitting like we did in the Challenge USA.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, and I think people understand, <laughs> you know, yeah. with this one. So, yeah, uh, yeah I can't wait. It's going to be fascinating. Um, and uh, we'll talk about it in two weeks unless we're wrong and it concludes in one week. And then you'll, you'll air from we'll us do a quick emergency
1: that. pod in that scenario. But otherwise, we'll talk about it in two weeks. I, I, quick question. Just give me your best guess. Who's bleeding?
0: Ooh. Male hands, right? That had the blood on? Hard to say. You don't know that, that the person whose hands have the blood on them is the person who's bleeding, That's right. right.
1: Very difficult to say.
0: Man. I I don't know. I honestly don't know. I, I'm going to guess. they. To me, if you're asking me whose hands did they look like, I'm going to go Devin's. Like we know they weren't Jordan's hands, we can rule him out. Yep. Um,
1: that's the only
0: person, though. <laughs> and I think they were male hands, so I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll with Devin. Uh
1: huh. Well, but um, I—that's I, all I, I got for you. Boy, if those are like Olivia's hands, I hope she doesn't listen to this, um, <laughs> calling her man hands and whatnot. Um, yeah,
0: but- I could see—I could see Olivia having man hands. I gotta say. <laughs>
1: Oh boy, yeah, I don't know I, I was going to say Devin too, so that makes it unexciting Alright, uh, two weeks hopefully We'll talk about this, I, I'm so excited
0: It's going to be great
1: Alright, uh, you want to talk about Bros or the menu first? I I just watched the menu this morning
0: So let's do okay. that Um, I really I enjoyed the menu quite a bit I don't know That it you know, I think a lot of people talk about the satire of foodie and elite restaurant culture that, look, like, that it's clearly doing. I mean, I don't think there's any getting around that. I didn't find that part of it to be all that effective. Uh, I just thought it was an engaging, uh, well-acted story. At the end of the day, does that make sense?
1: Absolutely. And I don't, I don't know if I would have used the word effective, although. I think in in the. Uh, were you saying effective or affective? Effective. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly was affective. Yes. Right. So I I guess that's I guess that's right then. Um, I, I, maybe maybe saying it was not effective is even a little too mean because that makes it sound like it just totally failed and I wouldn't say that it's just pretty simple, like. Yeah, yeah, they're making fun of foodies, but not in, like, a particularly clever way, you know?
0: <laughs> they're and making it, fun of foodies and elite restaurant behavior, I think it's fair to say. Yeah, and, then,
1: and, and, and it, rich people at, at, at large, right? And obvious I think there corn. were some laughs at, in those moments, right? I mean, I certainly laughed at some of those things. So in yeah. that way, it's effective. It's just not, like, clever or brilliant in any way. Um, yeah, they're a, just they're just obvious jokes.
0: It's not, they're not yeah. unfair. And I think uh, Nicholas Holt I think is really game to go for <laughs> it so good man
1: yeah. What uh, I think as much as anything The reason this I would say is a more enjoyable movie Than a very like uh, Matter of fact description Might make it sound Cause I would say to your point like If this is supposed to be cutting biting satire It just isn't It's like simple minded funny But more goofy than than like Incisive satire Um, And it's It's not like So spectacularly You know like, Like it all takes place in the one room For the most part Like there's nothing particularly visually special about it What it is Is a bunch of actors Really going for it But not in like an over the top way And I thought everybody in this was excellent I thought Leguizamo was great I thought Ray Fiennes was just perfect. The lady uh, whose name I'm I'm blanking on, but Chow? she was what? Was
0: it Hong Chow? Is that what you think of?
1: No, but she was also excellent. I was going to say uh, the lady who played the lawyer in Ozark, who was the food critic.
0: Oh yeah, I actually I actually liked her editor, or whoever that was. That was he was, was bit- great
1: I, again, <laughs> like across the board. I just yeah. but you're right, Hong Chow. I should have maybe should have mentioned her first because. The entire tone of that performance was I thought like kind of brilliant um then obviously Anya Taylor joy, everybody in this was just doing such good work that I think it was like magnetic in a way that maybe its bones don't suggest. I think it's a great that's a great way to put it,
0: yeah, yeah and i and I would say that most of the people I think people who've enjoyed this and it seems like. Most people have like that's sort of the the energy they're feeding on. It's just sort of the magnetism of these performances, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it, you know, brought from a broad satire perspective, the overall conceit and idea of the film, which I think most people know, but I won't ruin it. It's clever and it's clever enough. And it's funny.
0: Yeah, no, I'd say that's fair. I, I I sort of wonder. I'd like to hear, you know, and I obviously we all know somebody who works in a restaurant, right? Like There's got to be but like did you find it weird, not weird, you know, but like just thinking about it, I'm like someone would have to be questioning this chef at some point, right? When as they're all unspooling this unspooling this plan together, that clearly they the whole team took part in, you know what I mean? Um like no one, you know, because the chef often says, like, says and does and expects things that are like insane and abusive and dull. You know what I mean? Like nobody ever went, like, all right, are we? are really all on board here? You know what I mean? Like to the point with the clapping and the, the I, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I
1: mean? Like, well, uh, yeah. I mean, you're trying to apply
0: real world logic to a yeah. movie. I understand. Yes. Yeah. I feel like that would have happened. It's to somebody of course at some point. It
1: would. This would never happen. This yeah. this whole of course this whole of course this is not realistic. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about?
0: Um, yeah, let's take our angel investor and, and yeah. just dip him into the ocean.
1: <laughs> that was. I mean, I laughed out loud by myself in the morning at that. Okay, so like, yeah, it's ridiculous, but. I thought, again, uh, the whole thing was spectacular to to observe.
0: It sure was. Yeah. No, I I don't know. It's tough, tough to have a good uh, bad time. I think watching this is what I would say. I
1: think so too. And you know, it, it's not particularly scary if that was a concern of anyone.
0: <laughs> no, no, <laughs> it's not really scary at all. Honestly, no, not really. Uh, no. But uh, the, but yeah, it was it was interesting. I, I this is a definite recommend for me, and, and I and I feel like it, the acclaim for it has been fairly universal. I haven't heard yet from anyone who didn't like this movie. So yeah. no, I agree.
1: Um, I, th- this definitely gets a thumbs up for me. I'm I'm I am interested to hear on the heels of that what you thought of Bros.
0: I you know, and maybe it's just the well, I you know, the first thing I would say is as someone who. Um, has said out loud, God, man, I wish Billy Eichner would just tone it down a little bit. Um, on more than one <laughs> occasion. <laughs> I do feel a little bad, feel a little bad about that. Now, I guess. <laughs> like, uh, but other than that, uh, and maybe it's because I, uh, I'm a bit of a sucker for the Apatow sensibility. Um, mm-hmm. I found this to be d- enjoyable and quite moving at times.
1: Um, yeah, I, I would say, first of all, and perhaps I can let you off the hook a bit since Billy's not here, um, two things. First of all, I think it's entirely possible that getting that reaction out of a lot of people was part of the point of something like Billy on the street because I think that is even Billy turned up an extra few notches. Um, Secondly, I think the point that you're referencing about, you know, not asking someone to be less of themselves because it's a, not a way to treat a person uh, is something he's making about uh, someone in your personal life, not someone observing your television character. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> that said, um, you scumbag, um, I would never have said that about Billy Eichner. I am therefore a better person than you. I I generally agree with what you said. Uh, this, and I have to tell you, like I. Maybe I just... Maybe it was just the advertising around it. Maybe I am missing stuff. Because, look, I have not had the gay experience. Um, But watching this as a straight person who certainly tries to be as respectful as possible of everyone's experience, I found myself wondering why... Do you remember at the time of, of this movie's release, like, there was a lot of LGBTQ community pushback on it?
0: Uh, I think that I am probably too deeply embedded in into the land of the straits um, at this point to have felt that. I, okay. I think maybe if I was still in the Bay Area... Um, oh. It, you know, yeah, I don't know I probably are well, not up on
1: Twitter a- anymore yeah. either, right? That's probably part it's of it Also
0: account. that too, yeah
1: <laughs> um, So, I, I don't know uh, Like, I thought this was a really thoughtful I mean, first Okay, first things first I think this is a just a good ro- romantic comedy That happens to be about a gay couple, right? Full stop Yeah, I 100% agree Like, it's funny It hits all the classic rom-com notes But in clever original ways which is basically what you want out of a rom-com look rom-com mileage may vary they're not for some people i am one of the people they are definitely for and it hit all all my rom-com happy places i felt really good about all that the characters were good it was funny and beyond that i did think it took real care with representing the lgbtq community and the, the sort of Different perspectives therein, in in a funny but not offensive way. So I don't know. I honestly no notes from me.
0: Yeah, I mean, I really felt like it just plopped you in, you know. and yeah. I'm, like, I'm not an expert, so I I could be wrong about that. <laughs> Maybe it's just plopping me into my perception of what that world is like. But I felt like it was so, uh, you know, it just it just drops you right into the different. And there's real specificity, right, about yep. gay relationships that I think that it. Gets into, you know, and like, totally. like some of the grinder stuff where it's just like, hey, hey, <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm guessing that's a lot how those interactions sort of go, right? Where there's, well, this, yeah, and I, I mean, I, and then unspoken at the same time, you know what I mean?
1: Right. And if this was a young, powerless Billy Eichner starring in a in a rom com made by someone else, I might not have the same level of trust. But like, he was a huge part of creating this, so. Like I trust him to know his experience, you know, so to a certain extent, there's part of me that's like if if other people in the community didn't feel represented by this, like I'm sure he I'm sure he's sorry. But obviously this seems to be someone's experience in that community. Right. Like, I don't know. I trust that. And under those parameters, like I I had a really good time and I thought it was really quite good.
0: Yeah, me too. I, I'm surprised. I guess I shouldn't say I'm surprised. Um, but uh, I feel like this movie should have gotten more shine. Um, yeah, that well, did, and maybe so. maybe that pushback that I wasn't aware of that you uh, referred to earlier was part of that.
1: Yeah, I feel like there was. I feel like the criticism I heard at the time was like, "This is this is the gay rom com for straight people." That which they kind of reference and make fun of in the movie. But it, I don't know, it didn't feel like that to me. But I am a straight person, so so I don't know. It's complicated for me to weigh in on that part of it. I don't really know. I can't say. But again, I I'm given where I am experientially, I'm forced to say I trust Billy Eichner on that. And and again, I found it really funny. Yeah, yeah, funny. Uh, and like I said, touching at, at the yeah, times. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Like any good rom com is.
0: Indeed, indeed. It's been you know I feel like maybe it's been a minute since I've seen a good rom com. Honestly. It's, it's well, sort of nice to have some of those buttons pressed.
1: Palm Springs is the is the most recent really good one I think of. That wasn't yeah. that long ago.
0: It was like start of the pandemic, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, maybe. Oof. Yeah. So Oh God.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't know that we've seen all the ones that have come out. Um but uh I you know, I I don't I don't think it's been a great run for the rom com last right. last uh, few.
1: I might have to go on the lookout. I love a good rom com.
0: I blame that Netflix lady that uh, everyone's talking about in the article. <laughs> all
1: right. I'll take your word for it.
0: Yeah, I don't know. She's just, just got another promotion, by the way. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> take your gourmet cheeseburgers and cram them up here. Um, all right. We're going to check out some gourmet cheeseburgers actually right next week, I think, right? Do we have any Netflix stuff on the agenda? Oh, we do. We have a movie. Yeah, um,
1: in two weeks. called You
0: People. In two weeks, excuse me. Um... I, I don't know we, how
1: gourmet it's going to be, but we are going to check no. it out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the word is it's not that gourmet, um, but it's Eddie Murphy, uh, and it's Jonah Hill, and uh, and they're doing a movie together. I think so. You got
1: a Sinai Lathan in there. Like it's a it's a really good cast, uh, top to bottom.
0: All right, I'm for that. Nope, uh, I blew um, it.
1: It's Neil Long. Oof, but Neil Long, Laura London, uh, Lauren London, Julia Louis Dreyfus, Duchovny. There's, there's, there's a lot of good people in this. I mean, you okay. Um, what? What?
0: No. I'm oh, sorry. It's just that was, it was a knee lung
1: reference. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> La La Anthony is on the cast list, interestingly oh, enough.
0: All right. There you go. Fair enough. There's <laughs> your
1: NBA tie in. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, all right. We're also watching Poker Face on Peacock. Uh, that is a show, correct? Um,
1: yes. Not a movie. I believe okay. uh, the first three or four oh, episodes dropped um, last night.
0: Uh, Peacock is promoting the crap out of this. Uh, it's created by Ryan Johnson um, and starring Natasha Lyonne.
1: Yeah, and they are promoting the crap out of it. Not always the best sign, but also for my purposes, they did not need to promote the crap out of it because that you just sold it to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, with two names. Well, and and I would say in Peacock's defense, like, if you have anything that you think people are really going to watch, you're going to promote the crap out of it. Oh, yeah, you, man. You do, you do what you can. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: So I I don't know if that's a – yeah, I wouldn't take it as an indication of, of you know, desperation necessarily. There's desperation, but it doesn't have anything to do with the show. I'll <laughs> put it that way. <laughs> yeah, um, all right. We're also going to watch Shrinking, uh, which I'm really looking forward to. Uh, this is another one from Jason Segel. Yeah. Um.
1: Really dynamite yeah. cast here too.
0: Yeah. You got Harrison Ford involved and uh and uh, we we've liked the last couple of Seagull projects, so I'm I'm very curious about this one. Interesting
1: um, dude and and once again he's like part of the production team. So I yeah, he's uh he does weird things that we tend to like.
0: Yes. And this one's supposed to explore a lot of weird dark topics and you know, it also supposed to be funny, which is and a-
1: also by the way, co created by uh Bill Lawrence, the you know Ted Lasso, uh, well, Ted Lasso, Scrubs, um, Cougar Spin Town. City. <laughs> I wasn't going to say Cougar Town, but fair enough.
0: Well, I did. You
1: did. <laughs> that you did.
0: I don't watch Cougar Town so much. I mean, I'm not saying I'm going back and watching a ton of reruns, but whatever, it's fine. I
1: don't uh, think I ever saw an episode of Cougar Town.
0: Yeah, no, it actually it had some charms.
1: All right, that's uh, that. That was the uh, Courtney. <laughs> Courtney Cox, yeah. Cox Courtney Post Cox. Friends. Indeed. Thing. Yeah.
0: All right. Yeah, I think a lot of people because of the name sort of uh, never really gave it a shot. It wasn't so bad. Um, yeah, it's
1: not such it, a good name.
0: <laughs> it, is, it really isn't. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, uh, Extraordinary on Hulu, this is a, superhe- a British superhero show. Yeah. Um.
1: Well, yeah, I, maybe Superpower more than Superhero. I know v- virtually nothing about it, and I'm not even going to say what I do know about it. I'm just going to say you mentioned it, I Googled it, and I saw a couple things that made it me say we should watch it. So let's see.
0: I'm willing to see, and uh, we'll we'll talk more about it with you in two weeks.
1: Yeah, and hopefully at that moment we will be talking about the final two episodes of The Challenge. But as we said, if uh, if it does wrap up next week, We'll we'll be back for a weekend emergency pod after I get uh, back from this family vacation I'm uh, headed off to.
0: I was gonna say uh, since we're not talking for two weeks, do you have a super uh, Super Bowl pick for me? But with the Super Bowl one, I've actually happened in two
1: weeks, right? No, no, no. we it's will still two. be pre Super Bowl, so okay. we are good to go on that front, my friend. And um, all right, I I could we could talk about the conference championships briefly if you wanted to.
0: I like the dogs.
1: So that would be who?
0: That would be the uh the Bengals and the 49ers.
1: The Niners are dogs, huh? They I are
0: guess dogs. They're on the road. On the road, yeah.
1: Um Yeah, I mean I think that's probably the way I'll be uh leaning as well to me the They're both right on the razor's edge to be honest. Um Like if I was handicapping them, they'd both be pickems.
0: Well, I should I would say um both, both of the road teams are favored by less than three. So, or both the home teams are favored by less than right. three. So, technically, uh, Vegas is saying they think the road teams are slightly better, but uh, they're still on the road. So, I think
1: he's yeah. still going um, to me. And honestly, like, <laughs> if, if Mahomes was healthy, I would, I would lean heavily towards Kansas City. But t- t- ah, hmm. Cincinnati <laughs> looked so good last week.
0: They look so good last week and if I'm not mistaken I believe they won 5 in a row against the Chiefs. Am I do I have that right?
1: Yeah. I I don't know if that means anything to me really. And that's with um, those
0: were all with Healthy Mahomes, right? Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, but they were, you know, largely regular season. Uh four of them largely anyway.
0: Notably one one that notably wasn't. So I know.
1: I know, but I'm still leaning towards the Healthy Patrick Mahomes if he's there, but he's not there. Uh so you know, The way Cincinnati's defense played against Buffalo, I think they have a better chance than ever of doing that to Patrick Mahomes. And, golly, it's hard to bet against Joe Burrow, isn't it? It sure is. I mean, that guy, there's something about him. There's something about him, especially when the other dude is great. Look, Patrick Mahomes is the better player, but he's not 100% and Burrow seems to be not only 100% but at his best in these environments.
0: I just think it's like he likes to lay in the cut for most of the season and then at this time of year he just kind of shows up and goes, "Hey, just so you know, I'm just as good as all these guys."
1: Maybe. I mean, there, there are still things like you can't erase what my memory has seen Patrick Mahomes do, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I look at betting against Mahomes is often is often foolish. But, but I, that, I have so much confidence in Joe Burrow, I really do.
1: It's that's totally fair. And I feel like he's
0: taking notes every time someone starts talking, um, you know, about like Justin Herbert.
1: Yeah, well, that's probably <laughs> you know, true. Being elite quarterback—that's um, yeah, that's <laughs> like, like, a whole other story, I, right? I, you know? I, I I will say on the other side, I think it's even—I I, I do not know how it could be tougher to pick, but like, it's like two. It's sort of the opposite thing, right? The quarterbacks seem to matter less than ever. As good as Hurts was this year. Like, this is a game that's about everything else, isn't it?
0: Yeah, in some ways. I, I feel like the Niners are just well set up uh, to beat the Eagles, just in terms of what they do well is the kind of stuff that uh, I think matches up with what the Eagles do well. But um, I don't know, man. The Eagles were the best team in the NFC all year, and they're going to be at home, and that crowd is going to be uh, drunk and angry. So Well, um, and,
1: and I mean – not just uh, what didn't they do well last week, you know? Right. And, like, obviously the Niners are a class above the Giants, but that, the, that did not look like a rusty Eagles team. And even if Jalen Hurts didn't look, like, fully 100%, he looked more than capable of doing what he needs to do to make this offense he, really cook.
0: I sort of expected a barely usable uh, uh hurts and instead uh <laughs> I' almost say Justin Fields
1: um I think you got like 80% of him in the run game maybe but otherwise really, he looked he looked awesome
0: so um you know yeah I think it, I think that's gonna be a really fun matchup but I do I do like the strength of the Niners there and, and just the their versatility on offense and
1: there's so much they do but God again like that Eagles defense it seems to be better than you think at every turn i these are i have very high hopes for a wildly entertaining conference championship sunday
0: yeah let's hope we get it i'm gonna be in transit that day so let's uh let's hope all the, all my flights are on time too
1: <laughs> wait wait are you flying before the games
0: yeah i'm flying in the morning
1: oh man good luck
0: Thank you. I'm going to need it because it's going to be cold and snowy here. All right. Oh, boy.
1: Uh, Yeah, well, you enjoy your winter wonderland. I'm going to head to the beach, and we'll see you back here in two weeks. Sounds good. Bye. This game's in the Admiral Refrigerator. The door is closed. The light's out. Butter's getting hard. The eggs are cooling, and the jello is jiggling.
0: So long, everybody. And do me a favor. Have yourself a tremendous evening.